Thank you for joining Dead October Paranormal. My name is Job, aka Casa Cage. Casa. 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 Hold on, sorry, I'm trying to grab a Twizzler. <clears throat> oh, there goes my beer. Damn it. Poohan Peter. Stupid. Fuck, it's gonna be all shooken up. <clears throat> Just get a new one. Put that on the side. Thanks. Poof and pee. All people can hear is you're chewing. <laughs> uh, dude, that's the whole podcast. It's him burping and gurgling and snorting mm-hmm. and fucking mm-hmm. sucking on his mustache. Eat my dick. I had to edit out you c- coughing up a lung out of one of those dead shorts. He You're says, <laughs> "He says, eat my dick." As he like totally just bit off like five inches of a Twizzler. <laughs> Whole mouthful. <laughs> yeah. I even think he even pulled his hair to the side as he did it. Thank you for joining Dead October. <laughs> my name yeah. is Joseph the Extreme. Mm-hmm. This is. Oh, we gotta wait for the Extreme to play. How you doing out there? Happy yeah, Friday, people. Happy right. Friday. <laughs> We're also joined by Jonathan the Fanboy. Oh, man, don't start that shit. <laughs> oh, manly handshaking. Yeah, all right, Martin. John. That consists of. <laughs> <laughs> Worst making sure that our crew is safe. Ever. Okay. Um, I'm in charge of making sure that the job That was a good intro. <laughs> <laughs> and we're always joined by Job, aka Job Exotic. Mm-mm. This intro sucks. This is like but the worst intro of all time. I don't claim that. And there's <laughs> chewing going on, beer dropping. <laughs> oh, God. Knock it off. It's ASMR. Nobody wants to hear you. Why are you so, like, everything you do is just so, like, you're so full alive. of juice. <laughs> everything. It's just, some, like, I could sit here and chew and you couldn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah? It's all. That last podcast where you had the muffin, you could hear everything. Well, I was hungry. I wanted a muffin. <laughs> well, I was hungry. That, that I wanted was also, a like, three years ago. No, it wasn't. Fucking season one of the podcast. The fucking the muffin is still there. <laughs> well, throw it away. You Clean, throw it I'm away. not your maid. You're what the fuck? Clean the fucking studio every once in a while. You guys just come in like a frat house and I have to clean up after you? I don't I think, think so. more of clean up after you. That is a horrible idea to keep your beer there. Why? 
Because you're going to dump it all over the board. Mm. At least give the board a shot. How you doing, everybody? <laughs> uh, we should restart. This one's horrible. Why does the why does those why do the Twizzlers taste like silicone? Why the fuck do you know what silicone tastes like? It tastes like you know what it tastes like the cherry Happy Dads. I don't. We don't drink Happy Dad. We don't know what those taste like. Yes, you do. I've had like two in my whole life. <clears throat> maybe maybe two dozen, but. I've never had the cherry. Come on, I remember it tastes like silicone. Silicon. Come on. All right, that's their track. Let's go. Yeah. Start anyway. Restart. We're already four minutes in. So, restart. Four minutes wasted. Don't you love a little ghost world? Stay paranormal. <laughs> Why are we restarting? Restart. Because nobody wants to hear us chewing. I liked it. Thank you for joining Dead October Paranormal. My name is Job, aka Castle Cage, and once again, I am joined here with <laughs> Joseph the Drax Stream. <laughs> Drax Stream. You were the one throwing a fit about chewing noises, and the first thing you do, burp. Good God! Cut me off guard. And then we have Jonathan. I'm done. I'm over it. Hey, wait, you have respect. Put some respect on I'm over it. <laughs> Fucking 20 minute intro. Well, your, your guys is the one who did it. And then we have Jonathan, the I'm so perfect that Job's so annoying fan fuck. So what does that consist of? <laughs> I um, am in charge of... There must be two sure buttons. Our crew is safe. <laughs> um, I'm, There's such so a ham hands. No, I think I, I might have had it doubled on there. Hmm. It's weird. It's like fighting a losing battle. <laughs> Speak! John's brain's broken. We broke John's brain already. Sorry, fanboy. <laughs> Let's see, worst episode ever. No, no oh, that's God, wild. Dang it. Worst episode ever. There we go. Ever. All right, cool. We're ready to go. Was that good enough? Worst episode, episode ever. That's you. That is so you. Yeah, it is you. You cannot fight it. You cannot throw a fit. You can't get mad. Worst intro ever. Because that's you. This is the worst episode ever. Can you not breathe or chew or blink or... <laughs> Just sniffle in the podcast because you're so annoying. And then first thing I'm going to do is burp in the podcast. 
Oh, we get a list of things we can't do in Bam. <laughs> Fucking King King John. Bow to me. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Bow down to Todd. I could literally hear you blinking. It's so annoying. Literally hear it. Could hear your <clears throat> I can literally hear you speaking. It's so annoying. Can hear the liquids coming. <laughs> Kneel before Todd. Hold on, I'm trying to find it. No, oh, there it is. Ready? Kneel before Todd! <laughs> <laughs> Kneel before Todd! Me and Gabriel, I was doing dead shorts. And I was looking for a certain conversation that we had for this one because the music fit it. And it's one of our old episodes. And I can't find it to save my life, so I was listening to our, all our episodes on like 2.5. And it's just and then all of a sudden, yeah, before Todd. What the hell was that? We were laughing, so I went back. I forgot about that. That's because when we when he did it, we looked at each other and like, what the fuck? I had no. It went right over my head. You even had his hands in the air like it was going to be a great moment. Me and you were like, what? It's like a Beavis and Butthead. And I've watched. Supernatural tons of times and I still didn't get it. I've never seen it. You never seen Supernatural? No. You have like all the discs. They're not mine. They're yeah, they're mine. Throw them in the trash. Why does he have them? See, you're chewing into the podcast right now. You guys are freaking weird because one of you has a couch and then everybody lays claim to that couch. Your dad's like, that's my couch. And Job's like, it's my couch. That's the fuck couch. <sighs> Everybody's <laughs> fucked up. Like, what couch. happened? Like, how does everybody own a couch? How does everybody own a stack of DVDs? Because everybody at one point was broke and needed that couch. <laughs> well, what about the DVDs? How does he have all your super Because John has sticky fingers. What, are you klepto and yeah. you steal everything? <laughs> yeah, I just stole Even them. ask my dad, dude. My dad always bitches because somehow John ends up with his shit. How does that happen? I John's don't get a it. thief. I can explain it to you. At one point in time, we all lived together and they thought other people's shit was their shit. And then when other people left with their shit, hence my shit, it was... You left with my shit. That couch is downstairs, isn't it? What I took from that is, like, they thought it was theirs, but it was actually Didn't you, like, break down the whole freaking wall to get the couch downstairs? Disgusting. There's so much jizz on that couch. (sighs) I I, I just never get it with you guys. You're you're always arguing over shit, and and now your dad, now that it hangs up, that's mine! That's mine! You stole it! And then every every time we do anything with a freaking SD cards, those are all mine. No, they're not. They're mine. I have I have one thing to say. One thing that'll end this argument. Possession is nine tenths of the law, bitch. <laughs> so you just ran off with all their shit. John just takes what he wants, even if it's not his. You can ask my mom and my dad. That every time that John lived at their house, he always ended up with shit from their house. Klepto. Why am I so juicy? Dude, everything you do is juicy. <laughs> you have gas, and it's like the juiciest farts of all time. Like I'm You're trying- chewing, and it's just... 
I'm trying to chew slow so it doesn't Sounds go. Sounds like you have a freaking thing of jello in your mouth. He sucks on his mustache. He fucking. Every. Burp. Stop. Swallowing and gurgling. Me and John are very intimate with your with your juices. <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> because we hear them all the time. No. I'm not intimate with any of his juices. <laughs> I <laughs> There's a million ways he could have said that better. I still could have said that better. We're intimate with your sounds. Freaking moaning, juicy. God damn it, that didn't come out right either. I'm not You're int- just repulsive. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not intimating any juices for you guys. I'm not, I'm not intimate with shit with Oh, yeah, you are. You shared the same juices for nine months. Sure, you're well intimate. Intimate. Like, even if I sit back here, dude, it's like... I think you're I think you're choosing the wrong word. Mm-hmm. I don't think you mean intimate. You guys were on top of each other for nine months. What the fuck does that mean? You're intimate. <laughs> I think your definition and our definition is Good God, I feel different. sorry for your mom. <laughs> Having the two of you inside of her just fucking fighting the whole time you really need to choose your words man you've just, not only have said we're on top of each other that we're fucking and then you pause sharing juices you and pause and we're sharing juices and we're intimate and i am not uncomfortable with those words you are That break your brain? No, I just <laughs> don't understand. <sighs> I don't get it, dude. You know what story I forgot to tell from the Sally House? Kneel before Todd. God, is um, I gotta warm. Is it. when we were it's all leaving. Cold. I gotta warm it next to the heater. <laughs> when we were leaving, and I went in to take a shit before I left, and I was in the bathroom. When you hit your forehead, wiping your ass? No. Oh. Um. When when, did you hit and your I heard. I heard somebody's uh, mouth like against the crack of the door, and they said, "Hey, I had a dream. Open the door the other night. Remember, I told you that. Oh, when no, I, it wasn't a dream. It was JP acting like an idiot. Never mind. <laughs> when I was, uh, I was like ready to. I was finishing up in the bathroom, and like the somebody's mouth went against the door, and it was like, "Hey, open the door. Come here." What were you going like, to do? Open the door while you're taking a dump? I don't know, dude. I was just like... Uh, Whatever okay. was there that night, I think it was really, really pissed off that we didn't give in to its stupidity. Like, it was really trying to get our attention, and we just kept falling back asleep. And then pivot! Pivot! Was going on <laughs> in the background. Stupid friends. So I, I think whatever's there is probably really pissed that it didn't scare us off. Jesus, oh, Jones. The whole right. box. There would have went the beer. <laughs> podcast Finite Vince just saved the podcast <clears throat> You hit that with your stupid Freaking my We're all wearing blankets like, I need that? my blankie What was that I don't know I, I just think that the house is really pissed that, And that's kind of like, crazy I, I was thinking about that the other day dude. Whatever's there was pissed that When day. I was driving I was like dude I completely forgot about that like it, it tried to do that one last hurrah and scare the shit out of me. That's like the worst time to do it when you're shitting too, because you're at your most vulnerable spot, and you're like sitting there like, "There's a lot of things that could happen right now, and there's not much I could do about it." 
You get bum rushed and you're at your fucking shits at your ankles. That doesn't even make sense, dude. Why it would be like, come here. Like you're going to get, get I up. forgot. You didn't hear. You didn't know about it because me and him were in the car together. You guys were already in the car. You and Odie. Yeah, he told me about it, but oh. I was just kind of like Joe being Joe. I don't know. That house, that house is. Oh, I can't put my finger on it. There's Can you imagine there. living there for like days in on a, at a time? I want to buy the damn thing. Like, what if, if I had the money, I'd buy it. Like, what if he just stayed there, like for like a fucking like three weeks or something? I think I think there's something to be said because if somebody moved into that house and they live there, I think it's kind of like a an unspoken agreement that you're here, I'm here, we can get along together type deal like but what if it's not on. what if it's like a t- consistent torment well according to the one guy from the one show he was completely tortured at all times yeah that lived there what if what if that's like what if it's like that dude and get to a point where you just get can you imagine the oppression and the bullshit that we went through that one night uh what that would be like to live on a daily basis you'd probably break your brain you'd right. snap you would block out a lot of it. I mean, well, not everybody has the strong will that we do. I mean, our house is haunted, but, like, not like that. It's not malevolent. It wasn't, yeah, like, I mean, we've had malevolency, but <laughs> nothing like, nothing like fucking that, dude. Where it was just completely focused on, on us. Like, in our house, shit happens all the time, and it's just shit happening. People walking around, shit moving. Do you think that footsteps, that lends, voices, lends to the theory that your house <clears throat> is just a either like a portal, a portal, or a a lot of residual, like a train station? Mm. I think our house is just a train station, dude. Very transient. I think uh, it just shit just oh, comes and like goes. It. That was loud. <laughs> very, 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 very transient. I wonder if this whole area is that way. Like, you're not close enough to your neighbors to have that conversation? No. I think the, I think there are two different, two completely different hauntings. And it, it's kind of hard to talk to people about that because, like, at, I was doing a photo shoot and the people were asking me about, like, have you seen any crazy stuff, dude? And what am I going to fucking tell them? Yeah, we stayed in a place in Kansas and there was a demon attacking us for all the whole fucking night. Like how do you say that? How do you how do you tell people that you go to places and you're being tortured <laughs> like on a physical and mental basis? I don't know, man. I, you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't that, sound right. That's why I wish that people <clears throat> people that don't believe um IE professors, very intelligent, quote unquote intelligent mm-hmm. people, I wish they'd go spend a night there and just experience it. Just and then come out of that and tell me that there's not a spiritual world, not a spiritual, spiritual realm. Jesus, I can't say that. <laughs> spiritual spiritual realm. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get this blanket off. off. <coughs> the, the sound of Vince's belly just rubbing against your ear. <laughs> <laughs> Along came Polly style. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not Harry. <laughs> not that Harry. Like, like I was saying, though, they're two completely different hauntings. Sally in here? 
here you'd have to think that like if there's ghosts they're not only familiar with job and his family but um why aren't you sitting in your chair i don't know um but they're familiar so they're they somewhat know how to interact with you like the when other- you go to sally house when you go to sally house dude it's one haunting but they're completely different interactions with different people that do different types of investigations whether they're bringing Ouija boards or fucking doing Charlie Charlie or fucking like the other day dude they're completely we were sleeping and Millie hauntings. was sleeping with us and like I was I was dead asleep and like I was like between that moment where you're like half awake half you know you're trying to wake up and get ready for work and like i swear to god i heard millie say job but millie <laughs> never says job you know what i mean like she, doesn't call you by she wouldn't call me job she would say dad but i was just like it was one of those moments where you just brush it off like you're just like all right and you're like half asleep you get up take a piss and shit and well the other day i was thinking about it like we we're we're very excited about taking our podcast on the road and doing it from different haunted places, but we do our podcast from a haunted house every freaking episode. Mm-hmm. Like we never like what was our last <sighs> episode at one hour and ten minutes, John? You said we heard there was a deep voice oh, on yeah, the there podcast. Were, there was an EVP when we were in here. We're not even in the house, but this is where we keep all our haunted objects. Speaking of which, did you bring that all that stuff that from the trip and put it in here? No, it's in the car. <laughs> it's all. I car dude, car. I haven't even touched it because I don't really want any juju. Yeah, I don't want to bother it. It's sitting in the car. What What was the EVP? It's actually submerged in the salt. Oh yeah, in the holy that. salt. Yeah. That's how bad it got. We had to put it in salt in a jar. So that way shit would stop happening. Well, it took John's damn near brand new car and freaking all of a sudden the transmission goes out. Okay. <laughs> Did you notice after we put that put the rocks in the the salt uh, that day when we were in Kansas, everything was fine? That's post-accident you did that? Yeah. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Like all we, that crazy shit just started happening? Safe. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's... It's like I always say, how do you explain the beautiful, how beautiful sunset is? How do you explain the paranormal to somebody who doesn't understand? Who doesn't at least have a basis. Mm-hmm. A base understanding of life after death or a base of understanding of something spiritual. Like, it, in in a way, dude, people, I think we're so in deep into it. Like, we're, we understand it on, like, a different level. Mm-hmm. But, like, when normally people... Like, normal people, they're like, oh, I want to go ghost hunting. I watch the TV shows, and it looks scary, and it looks fun, and and shit like that, dude. But I feel like like we're regulars, we're regulars in the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's like they know us, and they know who we are. And I'm sure a lot of paranormal investigators feel the same way, that they come in contact with a certain spirit that attaches itself to them. Uh, or like a certain location that they feel attached to and then they like there's something different about that location that they can't explain to anybody else and to make them understand 
why that location is is that location or that spirit is that spirit well just to to piggyback on that like the ongoings of things that happen and go on behind the scenes like just even before we left the, the crap that happened i i lost my wallet i never lose my wallet ever. did you ever find it no it's like, it, it, i swear to god it was in my house so i i'm somebody had to have come into my house and taken my wallet because it just it's gone and i used it that whole night i went out before we went downtown pre st patrick's day drinking and i i i know i had it because i used my wallet my id at every bar we went to so i know i had it when we left and i remember it being on the couch or the table when i went to bed that happened um all the other stuff that happened leading up to that the the fights, the this, the that, all that happened leading up to where we went. We left, we went and did what we did, coming home. You get into an accident. When since when was your last accident that you've got into? Can you <laughs> even remember the last accident you got into? About 2015. And then John's br- damn near brand new car just completely craps out on us? In, uh, Eight, 500 miles from home? And then on top of all of that, all the post shit that's happening. Like uh, yesterday, uh, the other day, we were at John's house after you left, and we were going to review some of my footage on on my phone. And you should be able to Apple AirDrop anything. It doesn't matter how big it is. If you're going from from phone to phone or device to device on Apple, it just goes automatically. There's no problem with it. We sat there for like 45 minutes trying to figure out why my phone wouldn't connect to her phone and why I couldn't send the video to her phone because we were going to send it to her phone and she was going to cast it on the TV because I tried to mirror onto his TV, which she did right away, Mrs. Brown, my phone wouldn't connect. Then my phone wouldn't connect, so I was like, oh, I'll just Apple airdrop them to you. So I tried sending airdropping them to him. Didn't work. So we get another device thinking maybe it's my phone and her phone or the the memories are full. We use our iPad. Same fucking thing. It took 45 minutes to send three videos. And it's just like, this stuff should work. This is what it's... This is what it does. This is what Apple prides themselves on. And me and her have Apple... We've airdropped shit to each other all the time. <clears throat> so all of a sudden, it didn't work? On our podcast, I was trying to find the timestamp. Watch, listen... So this is us in the studio. That's the the two heads. Bobby Mackey's is the quintessential, the the head of the Ghost Adventures that I can think of. They blurred out. Okay, hold on. The Conjuring House, right here. Two-headed monster, right there. Let's see if we could fucking we can fucking. Did you know on Google Maps, dude, Amityville, the Amityville Horror House, they blurred out. I get it, dude. Nobody wants to touch that shit. Everybody's scared of. Two-headed monster right there. Take it Let's off the, fucking, the speed. Fucking, you know on Google Maps, dude, Amityville? You understand Amityville it, but our house, audience... Blurred out. I get it, dude. Nobody wants to touch that shit. Everybody's scared of it. What do you mean? That's the normal Slow speed. Slow it down. Like, if you... If <clears throat> we fucking... We can fucking... Did you know on Google Maps, dude, Amityville? The Amityville Horror House, they blurred out. Was I get it, go? dude. Nobody wants to touch mm. Sounds like it says, what is it, a Two-headed monster right there. Let's see if we could fucking, we can fucking... Did you know on Google Maps, dude, Amityville, the Amityville Horror House, they blurred out? 
I get it, dude. Nobody wants to touch that that's shit. Not, that's were, neither one of us. Dude, we were the only three right in the there. studio. Let's see if we could fucking... We can fucking... Did you know on Google Maps, dude, Amityville, the Amityville Horror House, they blur it out? I get it, dude. Nobody wants to touch that shit. Well, like, it sounds like... Sounds like you. Kind but of, you're the one talking. It almost sounds like it no, says... me talking. Ready, set, go or something. I hear... What, was it a goat? Yeah, I hear what is it. Was it a goat? I don't know, dude. That's just... And now, dude, we were the only three in here. I, I, I hear ready, set, go. I just... I don't get it, man. Like... See, we're engulfed in this crap, man. It's it's always happening. That, I know, just, not to I, say that two apple. I'm not crazy enough to think that two apple machines trying to hook up to get, to to airdrop something is definitely paranormal. I'm not saying 110. percent I just think it's funny that it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And it's not just this one specific incident. It's a lot of times that we're trying to exchange information. Or even sit here and do a podcast without something intervening like that. Mm-hmm. I just, I think I finally got to a point, dude, where I just feel super weird talking about it. Yeah, because pe- people want you to be fun and jovial yeah. about it. Like, oh, you're a ghost hunter? What's the craziest thing you've seen? And the, you're like, uh, hello, let's see. Me and my see. cousins stay, our you, cousins you want, and you my want, brother. You want demonic? You want yeah. playful? You want, like, what, what do you... Me like, and my cousins and my It's a very brother. loaded question. That's like somebody being uh, in World War II and say, what battle was your favorite? Like, stayed, in, stayed in a house where a demon tormented <laughs> us all night. What's the craziest death you've seen? <laughs> yeah. Somebody get, like, just completely torn up. Well, let's see. I've seen, like, 15 a day, so... um. But, like, so I think most people think, like, ghost not hunting. Not comparing what we do to soldiers. No, we're, we're not doing that. There. I'm just giving an example. Um, But I think people compare ghost hunting to, like, a, the haunted house experience. Yeah. Where you're, like, like people think it's, like, like a way to get a thrill. But they don't realize that it be- it becomes, like, yeah. a spiritual battle. And that's like really, I, I, there's more about, than just getting scared. It's not what? like going to the haunted local haunted house yeah. down the way where Tom, your friend, scares you dressed as a ghoul. One of the... Oh, oh, shit. One of the girls was asking me, she goes, so it's so cool, like, what you do and, like, uh, how do we... How do we get into it? Like, and I was just like, well... Just go do it. Just go do it. And, and like, then it then it kind of got into a weird conversation where I was just like, you have to be very careful on what you do and who, like, what you're doing because it, it can affect your family and it affects your kids and your marriage and stuff like that. Well, the number one and thing your relationship I, I would say or your to, partner. First thing I would say to something, somebody, is do you have any kind of faith but, in anything? It doesn't matter. Is it Christianity? Is it Buddhist? What's your faith? But then I it gets into like a weird ass conversation, dude, and it's it just like almost like a therapy session. Well, I I've never been referred to the way they referred to us. She walked in and she was really hesitant. She looked at me and she goes, "Are you guys hunters?" I'm like, "Yeah." I've never heard it like that, but yeah, <laughs> what, what we're lady? not we're not Sam and Dean Winchester, but yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that term. Yeah, she's like, "Are you guys hunters?" And I'm like, "I never heard it other than on maybe TV. I've never heard it like that." And I was like, mm, "Yeah, you, you could say that's what we are." I I was. Um, we specifically go out to these 
individual places and it's not just it's not just these places that we go to like you could walk into a storefront somewhere and you could feel like per se one day i had my dead october sweatshirt on and i went into the sinclair down the street from my house now i know from living in that area that that sinclair has been robbed repeatedly and at least three people have been shot and killed in that little building right there i didn't say anything and um I had my hoodie on, and you, I don't, it's just the D in the front. And the guy's like, he was talking to the other lady, and he's like, does weird stuff happen in here all the time? He was new. And she's like, oh, yeah, it happens all the time. And I wanted to tell him, I've lived in this area forever. There's at least three or four people who have been shot and killed in this little, it's, it's a tiny little building. And I didn't say anything, and I was going on with the conversation. They're like, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel real weird, and I felt so awkward that I had my hoodie on, and yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't engaging. Like, oh, I'm a paranormal investigator, and I, I, I didn't say nothing. I just sat there and I listened to the conversation. I turned around, and when I was walking out, he goes, "Oh, he would know all about it," <laughs> and I just kept going. I just walked. I've been in that situation a couple times, dude. But I know firsthand from living in the area. Yeah, there that place has been robbed three or four times, and they've like, killed like three or four clerks. They there. they were saying this place is haunted. Do you feel anything when you come in? And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. But like then later that day, dude, I was sitting there and I was doing my paperwork, and I felt two fingers push on my back, mm-hmm. and I was all. I looked back like that because I thought it was like a little kid or something tapping me on the shoulder and nobody was there. And I was like, hmm, maybe they're right. Well, to expand upon the thing, every time I go into that little building, I feel fucking weird. I feel like it's just weird to me that Mm -hmm. there's a weird energy in that little that little building. There's a huge gas station. It's just anybody's been to Sinclair's. You know that they're tiny uh, gas and goes. They're not very big buildings. And every time I walk in there, I how many square feet do you think? It's about the size of the studio. How it's tall? Tiny. I'm not going into square footage with you. <laughs> if I was to guess, 300 square feet. I mean, it's fucking tiny in there. But and then one time I did, I did engage with the conversation. She was just asking me what I went to get a haircut, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, what are you getting a haircut for?" And I'm, we were going to Levita, I think. And I, I told her what we do, and she was like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. She goes, you guys need to come here. This place is haunted. I swear it is haunted, and it's a storefront. And I was like, oh, yeah, and we, she went into this whole spiel of what happens there, and she goes, I would love for you guys. She goes, I'll talk to the owner and, and leave me a card, and I left her a card, and nothing ever happened from it. But I wanted to tell her, like, I've lived in this area for a long time, and the, the uh, dog tracks are across the street. And there's a lot of shady shit that happened when the dog tracks were there. Mm-hmm. And there could be some kind of mafia-type dealings that are buried underneath you here that are souls that are not. Because that was an empty fill that one time. There was the dog tracks and an empty fill. Like, I'm sure there's some kind of weird shady shit that happened over here with the dog tracks being there. You don't you owe money. And there was always stories about, like, how that place was like ran and the people who ran it and they were just it was shady as all hell mm-hmm. so but she doesn't know that but me living there for freaking ever in Commerce City I, I do know that but you, like when you tell people you're a paranormal investigator you get like different reactions I've had mm-hmm. people go like when I got my hair cut she asked me oh, like what are you doing this week and I'm like oh I'm heading out of town I'm going to like all these haunted locations to film film like our 
episodes that we do and all this stuff. And she goes, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, cool. And uh, what else do you do? And I'm just like, (laughs) like, she totally brushed over it. I was just like... Some people are dead. <laughs> we've, encou- we've encountered that with, <clears throat> with within the same family. One person, Viet, like what do you? How do you say that? Viet. They strongly believe what you believe. They're they're in one mind with what we believe, and then the husband's like, "Yeah, you guys are fucking idiots," and it's just like, how could how could you guys be a couple? How could you be together and have polar opposite ideas of this? And then drag us into it, <laughs> where where the guys just like, what are these guys doing here? Let like, me. What are you guys doing? Like, let me. What ask. is this? What is that? What does this do? What does that do? And it's just like, you know what, man? <clears throat> just let us do what we do. Like I would love to sit here and chop shop with you, but just let us do what we do, man. Let me ask you guys this loaded question. So let's say you're in an interview right now, okay? Yeah. You're in an interview, and they ask you. Based off of your personal experience and everything that you bring to the table, what is your thoughts on the afterlife and paranormal hunting? And, like, what is your definitive thought of everything? Like, it, let's say it's your last sen- your last way to explain it, and this is, like, this is, like, your way of... Spit it out. (laughs) What like if like if you were to ask Zach Baggins sum it up? Yeah, if you were to ask Zach Baggins out of all the paranormal investigations you've done, what like what is your answer to everything? What do you think it is? Yeah, like what's your answer? It's the spiritual battle between good and evil. And we're caught in the middle. Because they're fighting over our soul. That's my answer to it. Oh, you you want mine? Yeah. Oh, I'd say mine's a very short answer. (laughs) Yeah, mine too. I'd say God is real. And I from from uh, dealing living in a house where it can suppress you. And where things do get heavy, <clears throat> and you do feel like there's no, no way out. I I just really, my faith is strength has been. I was gonna say strongened. <laughs> strengthened. <laughs> strengthened. My faith has been strongened. <laughs> it's been so strongened. <laughs> it's been it's been so strengthened within the last couple of years, dude. Because of just like I, I I feel like the sometimes the paranormal and the spiritual shit just beats you down, dude, to the point where you're just like, fuck, I need I need help. And who else do you you reach out to? Well, I think it's more intense for for the two of you because I think you have that extra sense that a lot of people don't have, in, in, including myself. To, to an extent and to a degree, but I think that you guys see a whole world that the rest of the, the 98% of the population doesn't even know exists. I haven't really seen much at the house lately. Like, I haven't seen the normal shit that we see. But just me being with you guys a lot of the time <clears throat> in some of these places, 
you'll see things that I don't see. And I'm looking in the same direction, the same... I think there's an extra sense that you have that I don't have. But that's not to say that I don't have my own gifts and abilities on my own. I just think that the two of you have that extra whatever it is that... And you've always been that way since you were children. Since the time I've known you, you guys have always seen stuff, felt things. And you've been very forthcoming about it. You've never... I As a kid, I used to think, oh, they're just little liars. <laughs> but the older you get and being around you guys and, and knowing the type of men that you are, it's it's something that's it's part of your DNA. It's part of who you are. And I think that 98% of the population of that 98, 48 might believe because they're taught to believe. And the other 52% are just, like, completely against it, completely, because they don't want to believe that they're not in control. And I think that's what, that's what scares most people about the paranormal and the spiritual world is that they're not in control. And I think they also don't want to be proven wrong. It's a control thing. I think, like, they, they just fucking... Why does it keep doing that? I, I don't know. I keep breathing, and it catches it weird, and it just... <laughs> it overpowers. It's, like, mm. like, very strong, but... I think I think people just like they don't want to how would you say yeah. they don't want to give I think they think it's like giving it power mm-hmm. if they believe in it or if they talk about it or if they That's the dumbest. They, you know they acknowledge it that they they're giving it power and it's yeah. like That's the dumbest thing in the world cuz it's going to be there whether you believe it or not. Yeah. So I think like sometimes when we talk about what we do, people almost like, oh, it's sacrilege. Like, oh, we're not going to talk about it. No, I don't believe in that. No, I, I've never seen anything. I like how the the field itself is very diverse. There's there's a lot of people that believe a lot of different things that do what we do. We're not all one mind. We all don't think alike. We're not all. And everybody, it's like everybody in general lumps you in as to one group of people. They don't realize that there's there's different beliefs in what we do. There's people who believe that whatever they believe, whether they believe in witchcraft, they believe in demonic uh, entities. If they're on the side of the demonic, they believe they believe that they have to worship the the demon to get what they want. It, we're all in one one corner of the world and they just lump us in as all like maybe spiritual zealots or religious zealots and that's not the case at all like some of us believe but not all of us do like other others believe differently than we do and it just it sucks that people this this is where i get mad at like the ed and lorraine warrens of the world they didn't do anything to open that up that open that conversation they were very guarded they should have been more forthcoming with But they were also scrutinized for their what they did. But I wish they were a little more out in the open so that we could have got past this. The field has kind of been stasis since they kind of moved on. And then the TV shows kicked up and it was like this whole trend. <coughs> but now that the TV shows are dying down and they're starting to get axed one by one, where does it go from here? I found... Um, Who takes that, that baton and brings it to the... I found a channel on my Samsung TV. It's called Unknown Something, and it has all the paranormal shows on there. Uh-huh. Where it has, like, um, 
There's one show where there's the Chicago Police Department officers, detectives by day, ghost hunters by night, uh-huh. solving murders and cases in the day and solving ghost hunting cases at night. Yeah. And just the the way, <clears throat> like the layout of the show is almost the exact same thing as Taps. Uh-huh. Almost the exact same thing as Ghost Plumbers by Day, Ghost, ghost Adventures. Adventures. Ghost Hunters at night. And like, then you watch another show, dude, and uh, <clears throat> there, there was a guy. That was so gross. <laughs> See what I mean, dude? It's just. See what I mean, dude? He's just gross. Would you quit being freaking oily? That's the name of the term. Oily? What the fuck? Because oily. Everything's like lubricated inside of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really got to choose your words wisely. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you open your mouth, it's just like the, the world up. See? Vavoso, go. I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> you were talking about that channel. <laughs> oh, that what's that guy's name? Uh, Ryan. He was like a like a, like a Hispanic. Um, he looked Hispanic. He's a hi- Hispanic um, investigator. Remember, he was like he went to the col he went to college, and like him and his college team used to go to houses and investigate. Paranormal state. It was it was that guy, but it was a, the show before that one. So he was doing that before that show. It was Paranormal State. No, it was it wasn't Paranormal State with Katrina Weidman and no, it was before. So it was him and his crew, but it was like before they got picked up for Paranormal State. So it was it was, it like it was their own yeah it was thing? like their own show that they did before they got picked up. And like the only one that I ever seen of all those shows, I don't know if they <coughs> have it on there, was the the guy who uh, the paranormal collector, the one that would go into your house and figure out what you have that has an attachment to it, <coughs> take it and put it. There's in just museum, always like the show. which was a complete. St- they stole that from Ed and Lorraine Warren, but the shows are that just, show is they're good, all dude. the I same. That show is really good. <coughs> they're all the same, and they all have like the same the same script and the same look look and everything's just the same dude and all the shows are the same and it's just it's like as going on as many investigations that we've gone on i know when they're lying i know when they're making indulging the truth i know when they're stretching it or i know when they're like they like have a really intense scene and they're like what was that? And they turn around and they're all, whoa. And like the music gets all like, Duh. yeah, and gets all intense. And oh my God, that just moved. And, and then commercial. <laughs> and they're all the same. You got to watch 15 Geico commercials before you get back to yeah. what scared Timothy. But it, I just, the, the paranormal. The paranormal's been fucking backed into a corner, and it's just all the same. Yeah. So it's hard to, like, to go back to why I brought it up. It's hard to believe that with everything being backed in the corner like that, that nobody believes the same. Nobody, like... Yeah. There's not a transcript 
based off of like science. <laughs> like there's not a scientific transcript. <clears throat> it's like it's, astrology was always thought of as like looking at the stars was always stargazing was always thought of oh that guy's just stargazing. Mm-hmm. It took somebody to come in and say no this star is going to be here at this time. This star is going to be here through years and years of observance for it to be recognized as a field in the scientific community. Um, <clears throat> I think that's the next step. But, so do you think... But who takes it to that? Do you who, think who paranormal will ever get to that point where it's it like... Should. It's a science where they have books and they're like... It should. This spirit is this and it has a defi- de- definition of the spirit and then another spirit where it has like, you know, this is a different spirit... It, they kind of have it with cryptozoology, kind of, but not even that. It's like borderline college <clears throat> uh, studies. Yeah, it's it's like kind of frowned upon. It's like studying. I don't know what what what's what are majors that people are like, oh my god, <laughs> I majored in psychology. <laughs> even more now, people are like, oh god, right. botany. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know. It wasn't psychology. It was uh, philosophy. I majored in philosophy. So what's your philosophy on life? That we don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know. We don't know how to know how. <laughs> really, Sherlock? You went to four years of school for that? <laughs> or even like, you know, you get to the <clears throat> you get to the answers of life when we are created the dates and times of history and then you listen to one guy and he he says a whole different spiel and this happened at this time and this could have happened and this is why this happened and then you listen to a whole other guy did and he's did you hear like a, his spiel's a like woman? completely yeah, different like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah i heard a woman <laughs> like, you didn't hear it no um well you know what's so stupid dude is even in the scientific community nothing is concrete everything is theory they just have an idea of what they think happens, but nobody fucking knows anything about anything. Yeah. Like, for the longest time, they were like, the Sphinx was, was made when the pyramids were made. Now you watch the evidence about the Sphinx, and you realize, oh, the Sphinx has been there a long time. Way longer than the pyramids have been there. And then you realize that the head was recarved, and then the the story about Napoleon shooting the nose off. and Like, we don't know nothing, man. Napoleon There's, shot the nose off? Yeah, when he... He he had a cannon. They shot the nose of the Sphinx off. Why? I don't know. Just to be a dick. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> he completely John that. <laughs> um, but that's the that's the dirty little secret is that everybody could go and get a four year degree and a four year this and that, but at the end of all things, nobody knows anything. Now the James Webb telescopes out there and they're like. This is changing everything. The The history books are going to have to be rewritten. How many times have they been rewritten before? Did you rewrite them again and then teach another generation, three generations of kids that, oh, the Big Bang was the beginning? No, actually, it was not the beginning. There, there was many, many bangs along the way, and, this, and they'll change. And they just change their theories over and over, but yet they're so... They push back on us because we're just crazy. They, they we're just 
Oh, you're oh, saying yeah. things. Or you guys are just. But how could how can multiple like millions of people see do you think see things? How can they just like experience shit that's not there? Just like the alien issue. Clearly, it's there forever. <laughs> they they poo pooed anybody who said that they had an alien experience that they seen a, a craft in the sky or that they were they were abducted. And there's there's your fair share of freaking psychos and weirdos out there. But there's some people that weren't lying. And now all of a sudden it's it's accepted that we're not alone. Why for the 40 years leading up from Roswell, what, 60 years from Roswell till now, was it poo-pooed, but all of a sudden now it's accepted as so what if, common would it knowledge? Would it have been better for them to just break the news right off the bat? Yeah, exactly. What was well, the point of hiding about Drag it for 65 years. What was the point of hiding it? What, what do you think? We're all just a bunch of idiots and we can't handle the fact that we're not alone in the universe? Any jackass in the world could look up at the star, the night sky, and see all those stars and think... Yeah, we're not alone. There's a lot of shit out there. We can't be alone. There's that's ignorant to think that we're alone. I think it sucks that we're like Slide we're to. still at that point. That time we went and worked out in Wyoming when they sent us out there in the middle of the night to peel tape off the freaking highway. And we all got there at like two thirty and I was laying on the bed of my truck, tired as shit. But I was just looking at the night sky because I've never seen stars like that before. We were out in the middle of fucking nowhere in in Wyoming. And I was just laying there like, there's no fucking way that we're alone. That's just the dumbest thought ever to look at all those stars and think, yeah, we're alone. It's like looking at the sand and saying, yeah, there's nothing in there. It's so I can't stupid see it because, on the like, surface. we're so There's suppressed. a whole ship six, six feet down. There's a whole sunken ship right there. But just because you can't see it, you think you're alone? What's so stupid, dude, is humanity suppresses humanity. It's dumb. And it's fucking stupid. We're all inquisitive. Let us let us go search for answers, like what we're doing. We go they search. Should, they should just break the news and let everybody just deal with it. <laughs> I think they already have. Just break everybody it. just ignored it. Because we've been lied to for The so government long. did come out and say, yeah, there's vehicles that we've obtained that are not of this world. That was the big smoking gun to me. That says that, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> Fuck, dude, I wonder what that looks like. A world with aliens? I wonder who would be, like, the first cool person fun. to fuck an alien. I'm sure it's already happened. Oh, dude, there's... There's been aliens here since the dawn of time. There's chicks that fucking... For all we know, we're part alien. There's chicks that bone octopus tentacles, dude. Of course some dude's gonna... When was it? In the <laughs> 70s or 80s <laughs> that the Anunnaki theory <laughs> was, was, was put out and everybody thought that guy was <laughs> fucking batshit crazy, but... Now that you're getting to where aliens are real, you're like, huh? Maybe that's kind of weird. Maybe you're that's not, maybe that's not such a bad story. You're not seeing all. it, people. But Job's face of disgust is pretty. Do funny. you think aliens? Do you think aliens have buttholes? Depends on how they uh, how they eat. Do they just absorb things through their skin? I mean, is there animals that don't have an asshole? Not on Earth, no. Even like mammals, even mites and fucking bugs on bugs, fucking they all shit, shit all over your face. What about the little the yeah the little mites the microscopic the ones on your face, dude? They, they all shit. They, they fuck on your face. They shit on your face. Oh, fuck on your face. You wake up. <laughs> you have little mites fucking on your face. They're <laughs> like, man, I feel crusty today. <laughs> What if that's the paranormal, dude? It's just mite, mites talking. They get loud enough to where you can hear them. Oh, what was that? It's just a little mite. 
What Dude, do you call those like ones a... that look like they're like fat rolls and they have those round mouths? What do you call They're all over. Uh... It was on South Park the other day. It was like something bear, like a bear. They call them <laughs> par- palma- microscopic organisms. Something. It's like something bear, like little bears or something. Yeah. That's just weird to know, to think that there's like little bugs fucking on your face right now. What like we're made of tons of atoms? What if there's like the atoms that comprise us? What if those atoms probably have little mites on them? That there's a whole little universe in the little atom that lives in your heart. That that's like part of your tissue in your heart that tells your heart to beat. So do you think when you like we're 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 a, a, a world into ourselves a, a universe in a in a real in an honest serious question do you think when you don't be gross you blow a load <laughs> do you think like your your uh, semen are like aware that they're semen I don't know you were a semen at one time Did, were you aware that you were a semen I don't know. That was so long ago. <laughs> Are you aware that you're a Trevor Simeon? That was so long ago. I don't remember. No, they don't know they're there because you don't know that you were there at one time. What, but if, what if they're subconsciously they're aware? Algae, plankton. If they're not aware, how do they know how to climb? Up? Like how do they how do they swim? Yeah, how do they know if they're not? <coughs> where they're, how they're do they know? Programmed to know. Swim away. How do they know where to go? I don't know. You would have to ask a biologist. I like, how do you why, know? Why how does a sperm go? know that it's in a vagina? I think they're just looking for an egg. They know to look for the egg. But how do you know that? How does a sperm know they that? They have one thing on their mind. It's an egg. Egg. Forward. Egg. March. Egg. Forward. Egg. <laughs> and then they get released and they're like, fuck you. And they're stabbing each other and beating the shit out of them. Egg. The egg. Oh, my God. The egg. All hail Jay. <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. Ask a biologist. Like, how do they? But how do they know that they're aware that they're in a vagina and not on a tissue? <laughs> Probably a harsh reality. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know how I can tell you because it's warm. No, you can. <laughs> they're hear. like, yeah. Oh, the di- <laughs> the difference. There are all the little screams. <laughs> Like Men in Black when he sticks his finger in the world, or that little planet. <laughs> the world's coming to an end. <laughs> like in all honesty, how does a sperm, dude? We don't know. Like, how does a salmon, a salmon know You're that just it's being icky now? No, I'm not. I'm, uh, <laughs> He's trying to be funny, dude, and his jokes flatline. <laughs> So in the old job fashion, yeah. let's dig in and try harder. <laughs> no, I'm being honest because just keep saying the same question over and over till it's funny. <laughs> like they they say, uh, like it, it's they're fully aware that subconsciously I swear that Job, that's what Job's it, drunk. He's not stoned. Ingrained <laughs> in their DNA to 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 find to explore and it's find what they're looking for. It's ingrained in our DNA to pray something greater than us, to look to the sky and say, "Hey, we're not alone. We should we should praise whatever's up there because apparently they're the ones who created us." For all of time, that's all man has done. So do done. you think your salmon looks at you like that? <laughs> <laughs> 
All hail Jay. All hail Jay. <laughs> Down with this conversation. He has spit us. <laughs> he has forsaken us. <laughs> he, has, he has cast us into the wide abyss. <laughs> and then from the wide abyss, we go into the water. <laughs> the great flushing is upon us. Repent. <laughs> 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 oh wait the toilet plugged we're fine we have not been chosen it it's just... the great the great eliminator and it's a plunger <laughs> it's like a scene out of Titanic <laughs> but that might be it dude we're so stupid and insignificant that we might be living in this little thing we call a universe and we might just be living on a cat's asshole in some Rich man's house in the Farewell, universe. Farewell, my friends. I go on to a better place. <laughs> we're just like... We're, we're, I have been chosen. We just got lucky and our little universe is out in like the country where nobody fucks with us. There's other universes that are like that. At war and <laughs> yeah, it's like, all hectic. And we just got lucky because we're in this little pocket of peace. I thought you were going to say That's what he was going to say too. We're in this pocket of poo We're in a little peace pocket right now Pocket of peace <laughs> Fuck I'm done looking for microorganisms And their names It's what like a bear pass? It's like something bear Like a P- P- Panama bear What or- is that from when he was like hey bear Hello? <laughs> that was Hello, uh, there, hey bear. That was uh, the in-law, Eric's in-law. <laughs> hey bear, how you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. I'm real fine. <laughs> Did you make that guacamole? Ed? <laughs> yeah. How you doing, bear? It's all that hey, man wanted was guacamole, man. <laughs> I love guacamole. He's the one who told Eric that he looked just like Elvis. That he should have been an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> Said he should have moved to Vegas and been an Elvis impersonator. There's one thing that it, I always have in my house, dude, is guacamole. I always have guacamole. I hate guacamole. <laughs> it's so gross. I hate guacamole. I can so. only handle avo- you, you, avocado. You know what it is, dude, is when we were little, my mom, every time like the families got together, that's all they made was guac. Everybody would sit there and eat guacamole. <laughs> I just got tired of it when I got older. And then just pour taco seasoning in it. I only eat it once. <laughs> I only eat it once and throw it away. I had the greatest conversation with this lady the other, when was it? Two months ago, maybe a couple weeks ago for Easter. I was buying all the stuff for the Easter uh, get together for my family. You're making guacamole. So my sisters like get a couple avocados so we can make guacamole because they were making something and they wanted out guacamole dip. So I went to the store and I'm like grabbing them. And I'm like these things are freaking rock hard. Aren't they supposed to be soft? And I asked Gabriel. They supposed to be soft? And Gabriel's like, I don't know. And I look up and there's this Mexican lady standing across from me. And she goes, Yeah, they're supposed to be soft. She goes, None of these are good. She goes, I'll I'll buy these and I'll leave them on my counter for two weeks and then I'll use them. I was like, So you got to buy them ahead of time? She goes, Yeah, very rarely are they ready from the store to take apart. She goes, You're better off buying the concentrate shit up the down the aisle. And I was like, oh, thanks. And I had this whole conversation with her about guacamole that I didn't even know. And she was, like, really nice. And she was kind of hot. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> like a hot older Mexican lady. But I, I, I didn't know. So I just looked up. And she was, she was like, oh, you poor stupid ass. Yeah, they're supposed to be soft. <laughs> she was helping me and Gabriel out. 
So for anybody that's like me and doesn't know, guacamole or guacamoles, <laughs> guacamole, <laughs> avocados are supposed to be soft. Guacamole, or else it's just gonna be shit. Fun fact. Did you just hear your own story? It wasn't talking to you about guacamole. She wanted your guacamole. She was hitting on me. I kind of, I kind of got that, but I was like, man, dude, man. that's so stupid. She was really pretty. The though. girls think we're always like, uh, like getting hit on and shit, dude. And I'm fucking completely oblivious to it. I'm, a, I'm not a walking. I'm, you know how some men are walking hard-ons. That's not me. I'm just like a fucking. Buffoon. I'm like in my own little mite world looking for the egg. I don't even care how hot I am. I just don't even know what the fuck's like. Vince is just trying to make it upstream. <laughs> I get told that I'm just worried about surviving, lady. I'm not. I'm not in the produce aisle looking for tang. I get told that I like. I'm always getting hit on and shit, and I'm like, well, I don't even fucking notice, dude. It's just fucking. That's my life, dude. All the time. Cockamole, and he's sitting here thinking about guacamole. All the time, dude. When I was married. Now that I'm not married, now that I just hang out with certain individuals, and they're always like, that girl's hitting on you. And I'm like, how? She said hi. Well, yeah, and then you had that huge conversation. I was like, I'm just being nice. I didn't want anything from it. I don't even notice <laughs> yeah. these things. I'm like, I'm... F- <laughs> <laughs> Edit. <laughs> One strike. <laughs> well, didn't Miss Sorry got mad? She was all mad because the chick was pointing out your tattoos? Yeah. And you're just like, hmm, you know. <laughs> I know how you feel because I get that all the time, man. <gasps> Save the board. Oh, stupid. All over your blankie. <laughs> that reminds me of that Fuck. time we were all wrestling in the back room and you guys got all butthurt because Toby spilled uh, Corona all over your bear. You're like, all over a bear. You're all pissed off. As Toby. Tony, uh, Mike's friend. Oh, but <laughs> you guys are like fuck you, Tony. <laughs> All these fucking cords, dude. You're the one who put them up there. Fuck. Clean up this fucking junk house. You're the one who pushes this table all the way into the back corner. We don't. Good God. We have all this room, and you have that freaking F couch in here. Don't say that's not an F couch. It's not a fuck couch. Uh huh. I'm sure. Say like ten things in here that don't need to be in here. Yeah, and you're one of them. <laughs> Believe me, I know. I don't know, dude. It's just like it's like a fucking staff infection. When will everybody thing. just admit that nobody knows anything? Like when when the whole pandemic. Not to bring it up, but when it <laughs> happened, like nobody knew what the what the hell to do. John's giving me the evil eye because I just broke him. Didn't you? Just thinking about punching that stupid mustache off your face. Wasn't that scary to realize that all the elected officials that that everybody elects don't know what to do? Everybody looked to them and they're like, don't look at us. We don't know what the fuck to do. It's just like, let's just shut everything down for two weeks. Okay, yeah, we we can do that. And then six, eight months later, we're all, everybody's sitting, not us, but everybody else is sitting in their house. And we're like, what do we do now? And they're like, mm hmm. It's like, it's like following Homer Simpson. Here's this letter. Do not leave home without it because you're going to get stopped and you're going to have to prove that you're, uh, what would they call us? Necessary workers or what was the proper term for it? Uh, essential workers? Yeah, we were essential. 
So we couldn't leave without that letter, and I never once got stopped by the cops. What are you doing out here? <laughs> That's so stupid. And we never stopped. We did I think, cut back I on hanging even, out, but we still hung out with each other. I think that was just other. like a practice run, dude, for like... I don't know, man. For like a more severe virus or no. severe... More but that's situation. that's what sucks to think like that because everybody always lump they right away lump you in with conspiracy theorists. Mm. What's wrong with thinking? Like, huh? Some of that what didn't make sense. It's their way of uh, their way of shutting shutting us down. Man. They're trying to push to see how much they could get away with. They're shutting I, us down, man. I had this conversation with Gabriel this morning, and I'm not going to make anybody mad, but he was saying. I was like, "Well, come you can't just get up like you used to when you when you lived with your mom. Why do I have to get you up and I got to get you ready and like you, you all last year you didn't do it." And he goes, "Dad, you want you know, he goes, "I'll be honest with you because mom let us take melatonin." And I sat there and I thought about it and we, we drove or halfway to the school and I said, "The reason why I don't let you take melatonin is because I don't know what it is." Impress you right away. Well, it's it's in your brain. Like it releases it in your brain. I said, okay, I understand that, but if your brain releases it to to tell you when to go to sleep, that means you already have it. Why do you need to? Why do you need extra? Said so you do realize for the last however long humans have been on the face of the earth, nobody ever took anxiety and depression medication up until now, up until maybe a hundred years ago when they made it. Like for all that time before that, people have been going through life with depression anxiety and all all these different things that you but, they, they're diagnosed with but now. they didn't have the things we have now but they have a pill for it now and i and i was telling him like i don't want to make that decision for you you guys aren't 18 yet and i'm i don't know what's in it i don't know what it is and i'm not going to go research it all i know is that i don't take it you guys can get up you can fall asleep get up the old-fashioned way just like i do i'm not i'm not going to give it to you because i don't know what it is and I, and I said, when you guys are eighteen and you want it, you can have it, take it, whatever. I don't, I don't know. I just, all I know is that for the first part of my life, I, ne- I'd never even heard of melatonin. I didn't you even know it was a that, thing. That your life is completely They're, different from their life. I just, our life is completely different from Job's kids' lives. But then on the way home, I was sac- psychoanalyzing myself like I always do, and I was like, that was a stupid argument. But then the other part of me was like, that's a great argument because it's true. So there's two things could be true at the same time, like the idiot on the fan says. And that, that I don't know, man. I just I, I just tell the boys, like, when you're 18, you can make that decision. I'm not going to make that decision for you. Like, I, I, I don't know what's in it. I don't, I don't know what it is, and I'm not going to pretend like I know what it is. I think you could do it, and you've done it this whole year just fine. I think, like, TV and video games and music and all that stuff has progressed, and it, I think it... Yeah. It stretched out our brains, their brains further than it did ours. Well, to them, so they, they I grew think, up. At, I grew up in the horse and buggy days because yeah. we didn't have cell phones and we they didn't have the they, internet. Kids nowadays like, think differently. I remember think. a world where you didn't get your news, but from four or five different stations, six stations, and then cable. Like that was the only way of getting news. There was no Twitter. There was no instant access to knowledge. There was none of this. So to them, I grew up in prehistoric times. <laughs> Like they they don't know a world without Eminem. I know a world without Eminem. I know a world with Black Wait, Sabbath. Without Eminem's or Eminem, the rapper. <laughs> there was this chick who did this TikTok, and she goes, "Do you realize that your kids don't never knew a world without this?" 
and she was going like different uh, artists that they've never known a world without this art. Just like basically saying how old you are. It was just, it was nuts. I was like, damn, my kids. Yeah. Know. To we, them, Slim Shady's classic hip hop. We live in a world where. <laughs> to Brit- us, it's like Slim Shady. Britney Spears was like an ancient fucking. An ancient hot chick. Yeah. She's a mess. They they look at <laughs> pictures of Britney Spears like we used to look at pictures of what's her name with the with her hair braided on the beach. Uh, what was her name? Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> That's how our kids see Britney Spears like a Farrah Fawcett poster. No, you can't compare Britney Spears to Farrah Fawcett. I'm just saying it's a it's a comparison. It's like Carmen Electra to Farrah Fawcett. To to our kids, Slipknot's. Um, I don't know what we thought of classic rock kiss and poison (laughs) (laughs) that sucks yeah the Slipknot and Mudvayne classic rock in my eyes Slipknot still rocks Blink Blink 182 is (laughs) hardcore Blink 182 is classic rock and I'm just like no they're not I remember when they were in all kinds of movies and shit (laughs) (laughs) fucking punk (laughs) do you ever do that though do you like do you ever have an argument You'll argue with Mrs. Brown or with some like with us, and then go home and psychoanalyze your argument and find all the holes in it, and then counter argue your argument. Dude, I'm almost thirty four. <laughs> tw- barely like twenty six. She knows nothing. We're like years apart, and the, I'll be like, "Do you know this?" And she's like, "Uh, no." Or she'll bring up something of some young bullshit, and I'm like, "That's dumb. I don't even know." What I don't know, dude. I, I That's one of my favorite things to do is just sit there and go over my argument and counter-argue myself. It's called schizophrenia. It might be. <laughs> I have fun. And I'm, I'm always well-versed in argument. Yourself. I should have been a lawyer. <laughs> I probably would have made one hell of a lawyer because I can counter-argue, circle around that argument, argue from upside down this way, this that way, argue the point from so many different directions. The guy would just, whoever arguing with me just gives up. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. That's called schizo. <laughs> yeah, act like you don't talk to yourself. Oh, I do. You wander and talk more than me and John do. I talk dirty to myself. We'll, we'll be in one room and Job will be laughing in the other room by himself. And we're just like, yeah, Job. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a name for your inner Job? The one that makes you laugh? No. You don't have a name for your conscience? Mm-mm. It's like Evil Job or Joby. Nope. That'd be like split personality shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one, so I don't know. I just, I just love that. Are, are we finding out that you have an inner Vince? Yeah, his name's Vinny. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> your split personality. <clears throat> You're not one of those guys that name your Johnson. <laughs> no, I'm not one of those guys. Uh, we we had a. I don't. I never understood that. We had a mutual friend. One time, Eric told me that his he named his little whiskey, <laughs> and I laughed and laughed. We laughed for hours. Wouldn't that mean it doesn't work half the time? <laughs> Dude, it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life, man. We died laughing. Every time we seen that person, we'd like, <laughs> look at him and he'd look at me and we'd just kind of chuckle. Like, <laughs> That's a terrible name. <laughs> <coughs> it, wor- it only works 
half the time, all the time. Oh, we know Job's named his Todd. <laughs> Neil before Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Neil before Todd. There ain't nobody in this motherfucking room kneeling before Todd. It's not our job, bro. He even has a mullet. <laughs> How? <laughs> Cut sideburns and everything, bro. Real 70s. It's gross. <laughs> More than I ever wanted to know. Well, I don't know. This episode was all over the place, but yeah. I, I think some of these conversations need to be had because I, I think everybody needs to know where we're coming from. And yes, we're, we're paranormal investigators, and yes, we we do this, this kind of stuff does. It, it is... We're we're surrounded by it, but it doesn't make who we are. But we also don't know much of anything either. So before we like go, we have more questions than we have answers. Before we, before we go, is it is a better way? Of saying let it. me ask you this so question like to both of you: what What do you as this year progresses? And I feel like we've done a lot so far. As this year progresses, what do you want to contribute and what do you want to change about the paranormal field that you feel will be significant? I want to find new places that nobody's ever investigated before. I think it, it's just going to take a little bit of networking and a little bit of sticking our neck out. But I think there's plenty of places that we can find. I uh, Mainly, uh, we do, do a lot more... Um, what we've done in the past, reach out to individuals like families that are struggling with this stuff and go in and help them bring in a priest, all that stuff. I think we need to do a little bit more of that and not just do where we go to these places, where we open ourselves and we're available to somebody who's struggling with um, entities in their house and they don't know what to do. Because we do have, that's one thing that we do have is we have the avenues to help you and to and if you're out there and you're listening to us and you're struggling with this, hit us up. We we do we do have the resources to come in and help you. We can uh, whether it's us, whether it's <coughs> gross. Sorry, we are surrounded. We have a bubble of people around us that are equipped to handle almost any situation, and I think we are too. But if there's something that's above our pay grade, we can also escalate it up up the chain of command too. <laughs> If you need help, let us know, and that's what I want to do. I want to reach out more that way and help people more, like have meaning behind what we do. Not that it doesn't have meaning, but have more meaning, as Job's like completely convulsing <laughs> over there in the corner. And what do you want to contribute and change to the paranormal field? It's a good question. Pow! I think every time there's long silence, I always want to pedal. <laughs> I just think that, like, you know, you know, that's about it. Come on, man! That's it. <laughs> so, anyways, I like for me. Yeah. I want to. I want to establish some sort of ground network like a I want to establish like not like a community but like 
I guess like a community where everything becomes is starting to become taken more serious in a scientific aspect. Yeah, there, uh, there, there might be people out there. We need to uh, maybe we need to do our research a little more and find out. There probably are people out there in the scientific community that do lend. Uh, they do listen. They lend an ear to to people like us saying, "Hey, it needs to be studied more." It needs to be looked into further. It needs to be... There needs to be... Um, experiments performed. Like, further experiments and stuff. To try to reach out and see what what it is. Is it interdimensional? And I think maybe physics is on that. Because physics is always open to the fact that string theory and interdimensional and multidimensional dimensions and we're not the only dimension that... They, they kind of dabble in that, and I think maybe we need to reach out to and sp- speak to a physicist and ask them. Maybe but we could have a, a physicist on the podcast. The crazy thing is paranormal isn't only just physics, but it's psychology. Yeah. So I, I think maybe we could reach out maybe a little more to, to science. You'd almost have, have to have a, a physicist, a psychologist, and a, almost even a therapist. I would love to have that in our in our back. It, it have them have our back to where we can go to them and speak to them, and and they don't even need necessarily need to come on the podcast. They we could do this off like if they they're worried about like their tenure and shit. We could talk off off the. We could even change their name and their MD. I would love to sit down with a physicist and uh, not saying that I'm smart enough to sit down with a physicist, but I have a working understanding of what <coughs> things are. I, a basic <coughs> understanding. But just pick their brain. Like, what do you think this is? What do you What do you think the multidimensional what's 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 that about? Do you I think that maybe we're picking up on that? Do you I think because oh, we're obviously picking up on something. I still want to pick that uh Preacher's brain. What was his name? Father Andrew? Yeah. That guy was awesome. Yeah. He's a bishop. Oh, is he? Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we just need to do the the learning on our own. Maybe we just need to go to school and become physicists. What is it? uh, You got to do a four-year basic, and then you can pick what you want to specialize in. Eight years. I think maybe that's what it's going to take is somebody with credibility to bring it to the forefront. If no, somebody already has it and we just don't know about it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have for this week's episode. Thank you for joining the DOP crew. And continue to listen to the podcast and share it with <laughs> your friends. That? <laughs> that's the hiccups. It was like a, a snort when you're talking. Share it with your friends. Yes, please tell tell people about us. Like, come on, let's. Th- our numbers are great. Let's get them. Let's get them up there. Tell a friend. Put it on in the car while they're in the car with them. Make them listen to us. We're soft right now, and we need to be hard. <laughs> and you need to get us hard. <laughs> See, our numbers got us like soft. No, our numbers are good, man. We're thank mid- you for all of you tuning in and and subscribing and listening, and we can we. We couldn't. I mean, we would probably do it without you, but it would suck. <laughs> We're mid. <coughs> We're mid, and we need we need it to be hard. So come on, tell a friend. 
Let's grow a community. Let's DLP grow. community. Let's grow that D. Let's grow it together. <laughs> Let's grow it to where we get it to where it's searching for the egg. <laughs> Salmon. Swim upstream. Stay paranormal. Much love to the ghost world. And if you're going to kneel before Todd, do it tonight. <laughs> just swallow. Stop! Why? 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 Sorry, Grandma. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is Whether it wishes us well or ill, that we shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, 